What is up, you guys? It is Friday, January the 21st, 2022. Welcome to another edition of the Walkman Fight Club. I am Steven Mielhausen. Man, what a beautiful time it is in the world of wrestling, mixed martial arts, the world of boxing. The world goes round. It's a great time to be alive. I'm just in a happy mood. I'm usually moaning and complaining about something. I got nothing to moan and complain about today as life is good, family's good, the job is good, everything at the zone is going great, and that's all you can ask for in this wonderful world that we call life. Just want to say off the bat, great to have Daryl Rivera back. Looking forward to what is coming ahead. And that starts also, we'll be on tonight. We'll be on, because this is right now Friday, 1.36 p.m. Central Time. We will be recapping. Usually I won't do Rampage, but tonight I want to make an exception just because of John Moxley. His first match back, facing off with Ethan Page. It's kicking off the show. So I really wanted to do that. You know, we got the Young Bucks and... uh, No, it's now uh, Trent Beretta and Nick Jackson. And then... My apologies. You got Nick Jackson against Trent Beretta, and then you have Hook. Hook is, oh my God, Hook's wrestling. I'm excited. Jade Cargill is in action defending the TBS championship. So, a lot to be excited about tonight on Dynam- on, on Rampage. So, we'll recap that. We'll have the audio and video up. But today's guest is awesome. Loving this. Big pay-per-view. The world and GCW. Game Changer Wrestling makes their debut on traditional pay-per-view coming up on Sunday from the sold-out Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. If you can't watch it on cable or satellite, it is available via streaming on my at my good friends on Fight TV. We talk a lot. The show is headlined. John Moxley, homicide for the GCW World Heavyweight Championship. We got Joey Janela, Matt Cardona, Effie against Jeff Jarrett, Alley Cat against Ruby Soho, and a whole lot more. Jonathan Gresham defends the ROH title against Blake Christian. Just a lot of, how do I say this? A lot of cool matches, a different variety of matches. Looking forward to that show on Sunday. I don't think I'm going to watch it live just because I'm going to be with my wife and my kids, And but I will, I will order it. I will pay my $39.99 and... I will watch it probably Monday or Tuesday. So I'm definitely looking forward to the show. It's going to be a ton of fun. But I have the owner of GCW on today's podcast, the one and only Brett Lauderdale. And Brett was very gracious <laughs> with this time, and I, it really meant a lot. We went over 25 minutes, and we talked about everything. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. We went 26 minutes and 52 seconds. Talked about everything. We talked about Sunday's pay-per-view. We talked about when he felt GCW made it here in the United States and in the pro wrestling landscape. We talk Nick Gage. We talk about Joey Janela. We talk about the situation with John Moxley because GCW caught some flack and so did AEW about them promoting John Moxley before Mox made his awesome return this past Wednesday on Dynamite, which you can catch that review in the archives. When we talk about that, we talk about what, if he felt the show would sell out, 
And he gave a very surprising answer to that. I was very shocked at that by that and how he views this show. Is it the biggest independent wrestling show of all time? We're going to find out. What does Brett think about that? I thought he gave an intriguing answer on that. And then there is a run-in at the end of the interview. A run-in. So make sure you guys listen to the end of the podcast for that. But don't forget, it's simple, guys. Download. Download the podcast. Subscribe to the Walkway to Fight Club podcast. Rate and review. And, and this is very important. Please do all that. It helps out tremendously. It helps out more than you guys will ever understand. Because you guys are killing it right now. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Built The podcast is building traction back yet again, and that means a lot. And you can listen on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. So make sure you guys do that. Enough of me. Here is the owner of GCW, Brett Lauderdale. We're almost here, Brett. We're five days away. Hammerstein Ballroom, New York City. When you started Game Changer Wrestling, did you think something like this would eventually happen? Well, I have uh, a two-part answer for that. Um, you know, the the realist in me says, I don't know, probably not. It seems pretty far-fetched, right? Um, you know, I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is, I guess, you know, there's no, no other way to put it than that this is a big deal this weekend. Um, but also the other part of me says, um, yes, I did think this was possible. I've always been confident in um, who GCW is and what we stand for and kind of the vision and the spirit and the attitude of GCW. And I've always thought this was possible. So, um, you know, it's kind of um, a two-part answer, um, but uh, it's it's doesn't make it any um, – any less significant or like, um, you know, uh, or make us any less nervous or excited as, as this weekend approaches. For the people living under a rock in the pro wrestling world, the world on GCW comes Sunday, January the 23rd from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City it is on Fight TV. It'll be streaming there and also it'll be on traditional pay-per-view through your cable or satellite provider and, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. I, it, Hey, I'm ready for Sunday, Brad. What was the decision behind Sunday? Was it because the UFC has a big show coming up on sun, on Saturday, or was it just you felt Sunday was the best date for the show? Um, I think it was just, I don't know, probably a combination of factors. Um, I don't know. It just felt like all the planets would align best on a Sunday. There would be, you know, people are usually – uh, more accessible on a Sunday, you know, um, talent and crew. And I don't know, just seemed like, listen, this is a big event. Let's remove all distractions possible. Uh, and let's, um, you know, let's, let's um, seize the day, you know? You know, I find, you know, I've been watching the company now for about six months and in every show I watch, I come away more impressed. Like I ordered the show that you hit on Saturday and I watched it last night. And, you know, how would you describe the company's growth? Because it really seems like to me in the last 12 months, GCW is really just taken off and it's exploded. Sure. Um, 
you know, I honestly, it feels like uh, this company has grown quickly. Um, and, um, you know, consistently almost from, you know, from day one, you know, like we had our first real burst of, you know, exposure and buzz and, um, you know, excitement all the way back in 2017, Joey Janela spring break one in Orlando. And like, that was our first real, like burst into people's like, you know, minds, you know, and, um, you know, that created a lot of momentum for us right from that point. And honestly, um, you know, we never took our foot off the gas pedal. We kept, um, you know, we've, we've tried to capitalize and keep momentum going with every show since then. And every time it seems like, oh, like this is a, this is a milestone moment, a milestone show, you know, again, 2018 spring break two, huge show in new Orleans. It was like, wow. Okay. This is, this is it. We've made it now, you know, like it would be hard to go further than this, but it always seems like we're able to just, you know, we just continually just, um, you know, again, not taking the foot off the gas pedal and taking advantage of every opportunity. And, um, you know, just, we, we all just, you know, we all want more and we're all driven and passionate about this company. And, you know, when people think that, you know, we've hit our peak, you know, we're all determined to say, no wait, there's more we can do. So, um, you know, it is, yeah. I mean, again, it's one of those things like, you know, um, sometimes it's surprising to see it still going, but also it's like, no, of course, this is what we do, you know? What did it feel for you that you went, you were felt nationally that you guys were on the map? Was it the second spring break in New Orleans or was it after next? At least I know from people that I talk to, because I have a lot of friends, but some of them are, you know, not the biggest pro wrestling fans. And to them, they heard of you guys when Nick Gage had the special with Dark Side of the Ring and when Nick was sure. on Dynamite. To them, that felt like, oh, wow, there's an, there's an alternative to AEW. There's an alternative to the WWE. When did it feel like sure. to you that the company really hit on a national level? Well, there's again, there's been several times where it felt like this is a breakthrough, you know? Um, again, like going back to spring break too. And even like the first blood sport in new Orleans, Matt Riddle's blood sport, like those were, those were moments where we kind of broke through another layer, another ceiling or like, um, expanded outside our bubble, you know? And, um, again, it's happened many times. So like, yeah, new Orleans was big for us. Then, you know, a year later, Jersey city was big. Um, uh, yes. Uh, dark side of the ring was huge. That was like another bubble that was burst. Uh, Matt Cardona and Nick Gage, that match alone brought a lot of new eyes on us, you know? Um, so there's been so many times where it's like, you know, multiple breakthroughs, um, where it was like, you know, you, you may, we may have thought like, all right, we've reached just about everybody we can reach in this world. And then it's like, Oh wait, here we go again. So, um, yeah, I mean, there is, there's no singular answer to that. It just kind of seems like, you know, and every time uh, something new pops up and, you know, we, we get these opportunities. And I think the key for GCW is that we just take advantage of every opportunity we get. Don't let, don't let that, don't tell, you know, Cardona's probably going to hear this. He's going to hear it in some way, shape or form, Brad, or he's going to read well, it. He's going to read it. In, he's some way he's going to hear about this, whether it's through reading it or listening. We don't want to give Matt too much credit these days. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and, uh, just to be clear, uh, we all wanted to see that because we wanted to watch uh, Nick Gage beat the crap out of Cardona, not because we wanted to see Cardona come in and be victorious. So let's make that very clear. You could swear, Brett. Just so, it's, oh, okay. you wanted you to see him beat the shit out of Matt Cardona. <laughs> and, you know, 
where did you get the name Game Changer Wrestling? Like, how did that name come into your mind? Uh, well, honestly, the na- that name uh, was there before me. Okay. Uh, there, and there's like a, I don't want to say it's like a weird backstory. It's just there's kind of like multiple histories of Game Changer Wrestling and kind of like the lineage. Um, you know, it's tied to like companies that came before. Like uh, if you're from the Northeast, you'd be familiar with a company called Jersey Championship Wrestling, I've JCW. Sure. So like it's kind of interwoven. Uh you know, with the people that came before me. Um, I don't know. That's like another story, another podcast for another day. It's it's not an easy explanation in a couple minutes, but, um, you know, I kind of inherited the name Game Changer Wrestling. So how did you get involved? Like, how did you become more or less the Vince McMahon, the Tony Khan of GCW? Well, uh, the simplest answer to this is, um, you know, of course I've, I've been good friends with Nick Gage for, you know, 15 years now going, you know, going way back, you know, back in the day, you know, and, um, you know, when Nick was locked in prison, uh, you know, I, I maintained our relationship. I used to visit him, you know, on a weekly or monthly basis. And, um, you know, of course we always talked about wrestling and the things that he wanted to do when he got out of, uh, prison. And, you know, one of the things that we had always talked about for years when I would visit him was, hey, we should do a, our own deathmatch tournament uh, when you come out, you know, the Nick Gage Invitational. That was our idea that we came up with while sitting in, you know, the visitation rooms in uh, Trenton State Prison, you know. And um, so when the time finally came that he got out, you know, and I was like, so are we going to do this? All right. Who can help us? Who, you know, who can help us do this? You know, because at the time I didn't have a company and Nick had nothing. Um, and we just, you know, we just looked into the Rolodex of who are some people we know that have, you know, a wrestling ring or an infrastructure already in place. And that was the people who at the time were, um, you know, involved with uh, Game Changer Wrestling and JCW. So it was kind of like we just kind of like borrowed their name for a day and, you know, borrowing their name for a day kind of turned into what it is now. Do you ever pinch yourself? Do you ever give your give yourself that that moment where you're like how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it's the journey's crazy, you know, so many steps along the way where it's like, you think back and it's like, wow, I can't believe that happened and can't believe this happened. And, you know, I guess it kind of just seems like, you know, um, you know, I think, you know, I always look back and there was so many times during, you know, my career that, you know, I, I may have been frustrated or I think, I think things should have gone another way. And now I look back now and it's like, well, it, everything happened for a reason. And this was, you know, I guess this is what was meant to be. And I'm glad it did, you know? What is Sunday going to be like for you? What, what is, what is it going to mean? What is it going to mean for you professionally and personally? Well, I think, um, you know, I don't know. I ha- honestly, that's a crazy question because it sounds like a pretty easy question, but you know, I think about it, you know, I guess I really haven't even had a chance to think about it yet and yeah. kind of realize like what we're doing. Um, again, like I know that, you know, the magnitude of this event and how special it is to a lot of people and including myself, but I guess I, I don't know. I guess I probably won't have a chance to reflect back on it and really think about that until it's over because 
um, you know, in my mind, our, our work's not done yet. You know, it hasn't happened yet. And I won't be satisfied no matter, you know, no matter what happens or, or how excited people are, I'm not going to be satisfied until it's over. And I know we did our job and people uh, leave that building happy. And if that happens and when that happens, then I'll be able to um, maybe sit back and think about what it meant and what we just did, you know? You know I thought it was, and I don't want to say it was quite amazing. Like I hit it when you guys announced this show, I'm like, it's going to sell out. I'm like, I, I hit a pretty good inkling just from the momentum you guys have had. I didn't think it'd sell out that quickly, Brett. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really, I didn't think it would in the quick amount of time it did. Did that even surprise you that you were like, oh my God, we sold out Yes. this quick. Absolutely. It, it absolutely, Um, you know, Joey Janela told me, dude, this thing's going to sell out quick. And other people, um, you know, people on our team were like, dude, this is going to sell out. And, you know, listen, I'm an optimist, but, yeah. um, you know, it's a lot of tickets to sell. And, you know, a lot of these tickets are expensive and it's, you know, it's the middle of New York City. And, you know, I wasn't, I got to be honest with you, like, I wasn't so sure, you know, like I, I obviously thought we had a chance and that we could do it, but, you know, I felt like it was going to take a lot. Like we were going to have to just like go hard on this to the day of the show and hopefully we'll sell it out, you know? Um, but, you know, to see that it happened so quickly, I mean, 24 hours in, we were pretty much, we were down to the last hundred or 200 tickets. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, as uh, you know, I started, we, we pulled up the map, you know, the ticket map and we were literally watching them disappear, you know, and counting them like, all right, we're down to like 60. Now we're down to 50. We're down to 40. We're down to 30. Then like, you know, it gets to like eight, six, four. And then like, they all disappear. And it's like, are they gone? Is it going to pop back up? And then <laughs> You know, 20 minutes elapsed and it's like, I'm pretty sure that the, the last ticket is gone. You know, we're sold out. And um, yeah, I mean, once that once it was clear that it was sold out. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like crazy, like, wow, we really did it. And that took like 36 hours. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised and, and proud and excited for for all of us, everybody, you know, that's a part of this. Now, do you celebrate with a beer, some food? How does Brett Lauderdale celebrate a big moment like this? I never remember. I think, uh, let's see, it was right like it was during Black Friday. I think I honestly, I think I would, I went and got a a coffee. I think that was the extent of my celebration. You know, <laughs> hey, um, like yeah. I mean, listen, you know, it's like, um, it's just like, um, you know, we, we, we cross it off and it's like, I'm just, I'm ready to just keep going. You know, there is no, like I said, there's no taking the foot off the gas, you know, like selling out Hammerstein is great and it's a great accomplishment, but like, you know, to, in my opinion, that's, that like creates the greater opportunity. Like right now, everybody's watching, everybody sees that we just did something great. So I'm ready to capitalize, you know, like what's my next move? What's our next move? You know? So like, I, I don't, there are no breaks, you know, there is no taking time to celebrate or like, all right, I can chill for a week. Like that doesn't happen. It's like, all right, we just did this thing. And now it's like, what can we do next to keep it going? I think it's a testament to your company in the fact that you sold this out without announcing John Moxley, mm -hmm. Jared and Effie, Allie and Ruby, Janela and Cardona. You sold it out without even announcing those four matches. And two of those you just announced in the last week. So I, to be quite frank, that's a testament to what you you and your team have done with your company so far. Yeah, and I, you know, 
A lot of people keep bringing that up. And, um, you know, that is a testament to the work that um, that our company has put in for years now and to the level of credibility that we've built with our fans. Um, people know uh, at this point and people trust GCW. They know that they're going to get their money's worth um, no matter what, you know, um, they trust that, that they're going to get, you know, um, uh, something that's exciting, something that's unpredictable, chaotic, fun, uh, and entertaining. They know that they're going to get everything we have with every show. You know, we don't have B shows. We don't have B towns. We don't have house shows. Um, everything we, every show we do, we put everything on the line and we've proven that that's, you know, that's more, it's not just like a saying or like something we promise. Like it's something that we've shown. We've built this credibility over the last four or five years where, you know, people don't need necessarily to see a lineup in advance. You know, they know that, listen, this Hammerstein ballroom show is going to be a good deal. And uh, I don't think there's anybody that would, that would could possibly think that we would come to Hammerstein ballroom with anything less than, our best. So what are you waiting for? You know, you need to see a lineup or can you, at this point, do you trust that we're going to do it? You know, and, and people trust us now we've, we've earned that trust with the fans. So, um, you know, that's, and, and that's something we're proud of. You know, you've aired every show has been, uh, been via streaming. And what was the decision in your mind to go and also add traditional pay-per-view to, to the, to the forefront? Well, this is our first time on traditional pay-per-view. Um, so I think it's more of, for this one, um, I think it's, you know, this is an opportunity where we're going to have a lot of first-time people, uh, first-time fans who, you know, will not just be watching, but also just will have heard about us. You know, like this is a, this is a big deal show that extends, you know, it's a, the awareness of the event extends outside of our bubble. So, um, you know, there's a whole world of wrestling fans out there that don't even know we exist, you know, and um, we're all very aware of that. And that's the reality of it. So I think it's one of those things where it's like um, knowing that this is going to come across a lot of people's radars for the first time. We want it to be as accessible and easy to watch as possible. So putting it on pay-per-view, you know, there's a, there's so many wrestling fans out there that don't know what fight TV is. And that's not a diss on fight TV. It's because, yeah. you know, the wrestling world has many bubbles. There are, you know, people that are just committed to TV wrestling, you know what I mean? And they just don't, they either don't know about or have never watched independent wrestling or events on fight TV. But now this event, because, of the people involved and just because of the magnitude it comes on their radar maybe they see it flipping through the channels maybe they see an article on a mainstream website and now it's like hmm this is interesting maybe i'll check this out oh i can watch this on pay-per-view you know so i think it's just more about making it more accessible and more available to people uh new fans especially two more questions brett and thank you so much for the time today it's greatly mm -hmm. appreciated and i want to talk about your headliner john moxley homicide mm -hmm. A lot of talk surrounding John since you guys announced that he was going to be headlining this show. And a lot of controversy, not controversy, I say a lot of chatter. You know how the wrestling media kind of takes everything and the fans take it, blow it up, and so on and so forth. But a lot of people were shocked because John hit and appeared yet on Dynamite. And, Dynamite, and John, they just announced that he'll be on coming up on mm -hmm. Wednesday. What was the decision to announce him before he even reappeared for AEW? So, I mean, there's obviously a lot that went into that and, you know, probably parts of it that, you know, I probably can't talk about or yeah. I shouldn't talk about um, just 
just out of respect to all parties. But, um, you know, um, I think the bottom line here is that, you know, Mox wants to be here. He wanted, he wanted and wants to be a part of this show. He is the GCW champion and he cares about GCW. Um, so, you know, I think, um, and, you know, in addition to that, he's in a position where, um, you know, he's kind of, um, you know, he's kind of earned the ability to, to do a lot of the things that he wants to do, obviously. So, um, you know, if, I think, and, you know, and I, in, in AEW most definitely respects that and they respect Mox. So I think, you know, obviously there was un you know, unusual circumstances yeah. that put it all in this position. And it's just one of those things you kind of got to call it on the fly. And of course, yeah. you know, listen, we defer to uh, Mox and we defer to a, you know, AEW, he's contracted to AEW. So, you know, listen, yeah. <laughs> he's not contracted to GCW. So certain things have to happen for it to happen and you know again mox wanted to be here and here he is i because i know you were in i had heard i didn't see you because i wasn't there but i had heard you were in newark for the dynamite show was that correct i was there was there a conversation between you and tony Khan, or do you just are you just there as a fan i was just there as a as a fan i'm a listen i'm I'm a big wrestling fan. If I, if I didn't love wrestling, I couldn't do this, you know, and I do this 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Um, You know, I love watching wrestling. I love live events and uh, Newark's, you know, sort of my backyard. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, a lot of, listen, a lot of my friends wrestle there. So I love to see my friends wrestle uh, in big shows and big arenas. Um, But um. No, I mean, no, there was no, you know, I, I don't go backstage. I wasn't an invited guest of AEW, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, there is no real, uh, uh, there's no, like, secret or or non-secret conversations going on between me and Tony Khan. You know, he obviously has much bigger things on his plate. Uh, in addition to AEW, you know, he runs a football team and a soccer team. So, you know, I don't expect him to make, like, to go out of his way to make time for me, you know. Yeah. Um so, um, you know, that being said, AEW has always been very cool with us. Anytime where there has had to be some sort of communication between the companies, um, AEW has always been accommodating and gracious. And, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, um, we're proud and thankful for that too. You know, like uh, we're all on the same team here at the end of the day. So Absolutely. we're rooting for AEW for sure. And we enjoy and support them. Well, and with this, it's time for the the hard sell, Brett. Why should mm-hmm. fans buy on Sunday? Why should we buy this show coming up Sunday evening? Well, uh, you know, this is this is something different. You know, this is a historic uh, event. In my opinion, this is the biggest event in indie wrestling history. And, um, you know, of course, uh, you may think that, of course, I'm going to say that, but I would challenge you to name a, a bigger show in independent wrestling history. Um, and again, this is something that I say with pride and every single person on our roster and every single person that's part of this show is aware of what's going on and what this event means to so many people, fans, performers, um, and to the wrestling business itself. You're going to see something different. You're going to see a, a, you know, a roster of performers who are passionate, the, 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 the very most passionate you can be about what they do. These are people that want to be here. They're excited to perform and they're going to give you 100% plus another, you know, 
another 50% on top of that. You're going to get every single thing that everybody has. You're going to see something different. You're going to see hard hitting. You're going to see um, the best technical wrestling. You might even see a little hardcore wrestling involved. You're going to see high flying. You're going to see Lucha. You're going to see Effie and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, you know, you're going to see Moxley versus the King of New York homicide. You're going to see the Briscoes, the GCW tag team champions take on somebody. Who's it going to be? Um, you're going to see the best GCW has to offer. And um, I firmly believe that this is different than any, any other wrestling that you've seen on TV before or that you're used to seeing. Uh, this is the very best of independent wrestling. And in my mind and in the mind of our fans who know, um, it's as good as anything you'll see on TV. It's as exciting. And um, I know I'm just, I'm really excited and I'm, I'm excited for people to see this and I hope people will give us an opportunity uh, give us this one chance. Let us show you what we can do, and then hopefully you'll stick with us and come along for the ride. Now, I did not plan this, and I did. Ha I do have an interview scheduled with Joey Janela coming up right now, actually. And Joey jumped on right on time. And is there anything you want to say, Brett, to the one and only, the handsome bad boy, Joey Janela? Um, well, I will say that uh, I'm impressed that Joey made it on time and that he didn't lose his phone or forget to charge it or, um, <laughs> you know, forget to pay his Wi-Fi bill or anything like that. Just kidding. Joey, how are you? Are you how you handle that, Joey? I don't that, well, that wasn't very cool. Am I on here? You're on, Joey. Oh, let me show my face. I'm not sure I'm <laughs> If I'm not showing my face, it doesn't feel authentic. I didn't you know? play. I I was only supposed to go about 20 minutes with Brett. Me and Brett are just sitting there chatting. I looked up. I'm like, he's oh, taking my no. time. He gets mad at me when I go over time at GCW. I'll mm -mm. remember this. He's going mm -mm. time. He's feeding into my. I'm breaking kayfabe a little bit, but he's he's feeding into my time. So uh, okay. that that means I get five extra minutes on my next match. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Take it out of a. a Take it. You still owe me about five more hours of your time, so we'll call it even. All right. Let's see. Any rebuttal, Mister Janella? There's no, there's no rebuttal. Uh, I'll handle it in person. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna handle it on. Uh, make a on make a air. vignette about it. I'll make a little vignette, a little video package about it. Just kidding. Sore subject. I'll go into business for myself. Film a little promo. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong. Is there a promo you want to cut on, Brett? No, why would I want to cut a promo? Oh, I don't We're on the same team. Good That's try, Steve. Team. Hey, I, man's got to try. We got to try these days. It's fine. I appreciate <laughs> that. But, Brett, we've never chatted before, and this has been fantastic. When I reached out to fight, I was really wanting to talk with you and Joey. So this, is, this definitely meant a lot. Thank you so much for the time today. It really does mean a lot. I'm looking forward to Sunday. I can't wait to watch. My five-year-old watched a little bit of the show with me from Saturday last night, and he thought it was very entertaining. He watched the first match, and he's like, "This." Is, he watched the six-way, and he's like, "Man, he's like, Daddy, this is pretty cool." He's like, "I like this more than watching WWE." And I'm like, "If you want to watch, man, you're more than welcome to watch." So, you, you're you're hooking in that younger demographic already, sir. Let's go. Earmuffs, earmuffs, sometimes. And once in a while, he's heard. Especially he's, when I'm talking. They got to learn. They, they got to learn eventually. They need to be. What better way for them to learn than by watching GCW? Hey, he's five. His mother and father swear. So I, I, I think it's okay. <laughs> I agree.
Thank you, Brett, so much for the time, Brett. And I look forward to I look forward to talking to you again in the future. And the best of luck for the show on Sunday. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you. A big thank you to Brett Lauderdale. And big thank you also to Fight TV as they helped coordinate that interview. That was that was really awesome that the guys had fight. And you know, for people that say that people don't want to help each other out and competitors and everything like that, that's a bunch of hogwash because the guys that fight are always good with us and we're good to the guys that fight. So want to pump out and help out the business. And that's there's no bias on this side of the street. I want to make sure people do definitely understand that. And thank you to Joey Janela for the run-in. As I had an interview scheduled with Joey, and then I was I ran like I was trying to me and Brett were wrapping up, and then Joey uh, hopped on the Zoom, and it went from there. So now you're wondering why is Joey Janella coming in the podcast on Sunday? We're gonna do one on I'm gonna do one on Sunday, and it's going to be with Joey Janella. So. If you're wondering why, that is why. And that will be coming up on Sunday. It will be at, on the day of the show. But very fascinating chat with Brett Lauderdale about a lot of things pertaining to GCW. A lot of stuff I didn't know, like the inception of the company, how he gained control in working with Nick Gage. And is this going to be the – he feels this is going to be the biggest indie event of all time. I don't know. We're going to find out. I think that's a, with All In, I think that's an interesting claim to make, but you have to give them credit. They sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom. I give them credit. It's over 20, no, it's over 2,000 tickets. I think it's like 2,100 keeps like popping into my brain. So we shall see on that, but I'm definitely, real. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to that, and that definitely does mean a lot. And we also talked about, I was shocked he didn't think it'd sell out. Not until, like, the day of the show. He's like, and I get that eternal optimist. You know, you want to be optimistic, but you also have to temper those expectations. Because what if it doesn't go the way you want it to go? And I can completely understand that. So, but no, fair game on that one. And Brett's not wrong on that at all. But a big thank you to Brett Lauderdale. It means a lot. It is definitely greatly appreciated. But a lot of awesome stuff coming up here, guys. We got the podcast coming up later on tonight. Me and Daryl Rivera will recap AEW Rampage. We'll talk everything in MMA, boxing, and the world of wrestling. There'll be a UFC 270 recap show. We'll be recapping Francis Naganu and Serial Gone for the heavyweight title. Brandon Figueredo and uh, <laughs> Brandon Moreno and Davison Figueredo. The trilogy for the UFC flyweight title. That's really all there is on the card. So we'll break down those two matches. Sunday will be Joey Janela. Wednesday's going to be the day, the weekly podcast, and we'll recap Dynamite. We'll talk about everything going on in the world of wrestling. But next week, we got a lot of cool stuff, a lot of awesome podcasts coming up next week, guys. Joey Janela will recap Dynamite. We got, um, I'm trying to, I'm going to, Big Money Matt. Matt Hardy. We'll be joining the podcast as me and Matt talked on Thursday and Matt did not disappoint. A lot of cool stuff that we did talk about. We talked about his podcast, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, which is available now on every podcasting platform via my friends at Podcast Seat. Talked with them. We talked about the podcast coming this week. 
which was a 2000 Royal Rumble tables match they had him and Jeff had with the Dudleys. When is Jeff Hardy going to be teaming with Matt Hardy? We talk a lot about Jeff, the situation that happened with WWE, how he views life now compared to 20 years ago. We talk about that, where he'd be if he wasn't married to Reba Hardy. And we talk we talk about that and we talk about promos and broken Matt makes an appearance on the podcast as well. So a lot of where he views himself these days in AEW. And we talk about that. We talk about sting and a whole lot more. So it'll be great. It'll be great to get back on the line with him. Great to talk to Matt. And then later on in the week, we'll be dropping one with do drop do drop will be. Challenging Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title coming up next Saturday at the Royal Rumble from the Dome at America Center in St. Louis, Missouri, which will be there. And they'll be live on Peacock here in the United States and around everywhere else around the world on the WWE Network. A bunch of ton of cool stuff coming up. We got Mario Barrios, Clarissa Shields, Jaime Munguia, Demetrius Ballard, the hits are going to keep on coming, guys. I'm I'm not letting up. The foot is staying on the gas pedal. So make sure you stay locked in. It's simple. We're available on every podcasting platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, Odyssey, Amazon. We're there. Give it a whirl. Just type in Walkway to Fight Club. And also, also download, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you want to watch the video of the podcast, it's simple. We've got a YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash walkway to fight club. Already have it up with Clarissa Shields, a special gimme for you guys. So hit the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and give the video a thumbs up. You can find me on Twitter at smuelhausenjr. That's S-M-U-E-H-L-H-A-U-S-E-N-J-R. Enough of me. Thank you to Brett Lauderdale. The best of luck to GCW coming up on Sunday, and thank you to Fight TV for organizing the interview. Enough of me. This is Steven Mielhausen, and I will talk to you guys later. Mwah.